and welcome back to another episode of Glow West. Thank you for tuning in, my lovely, gorgeous listeners. Always great to have you. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, the Twitter and Instagram is at Glow West Podcast. You can DM me if there's any topics that you want to have covered or, you know, someone who might be an amazing guest if you want them to come on. Happy days. It's always great to hear from you. So today I have an amazing guest. We're talking about a consent campaign. So obviously on the podcast, we talk about consent quite a lot because it is very important and it's important to understand all the different nuances that are there but it's a really exciting time for Ireland we're really embracing the concept of consent quite heartily uh, these days which is really fab to see and there's been an amazing new campaign so we're going to talk about that today so I'm joined by Sarah Monaghan so she is the consent project manager at the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre she sits on the board of directors of the National Women's Council and she's previously worked as campaigns manager for The Wheel the National Association of Charities Community and Voluntary Organisations and Social Enterprises she's also been involved in the abortion rights campaign since 2014 and has acted as campaign convener as well as serving on the board she was also a founding member of Together for Yes, where she sat on the national executive while also acting as a campaign spokesperson and head of campaign outlets. And if you're anything, to, if you like anything to do with Ireland and you like our little president, Mingle D, she was also involved in the campaign to get him re-elected, which we're very grateful for because he's a lovely little president, isn't he? So thanks a mil, sir. How are you keeping today? I'm great, Caroline. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm delighted to be here. Perfect. I didn't think we'd be mentioning Miggledy on a sex podcast, but uh, there we go. Yeah, I think I think he'd be okay with us. Yeah. yeah, I think he would. I think he's he's quite liberal and yeah, yeah exactly. he's quite lovely. So you must be exhausted. Last week you launched the We Consent campaign in Ireland. So hopefully you've had a little bit of sleep since then and you can recover a little yeah. bit. But tell us about the campaign. So it's called We Consent. That's right. Um, so we, yes, just last week we launched our new We Consent campaign. So it is a long-term national campaign to inform and to educate and engage with all members of society in Ireland. So this campaign is all about sparking a national conversation about consent and sex and relationships and, and all of the things that get tied in in, in, in that bracket. Um, it is about, I suppose, giving people a bit more support and resources so that they feel better equipped to have these conversations individually in their own life, whether it's with their partner or whether it's with friends or colleagues or anybody at all that you might be talking about these important issues with. Um, we had conducted, you know, quite an extensive amount of research before we embarked on this campaign. And we found that 70% of people in Ireland think that we have a problem with consent. That's um, quite 70%. It is. It is. So yeah. there is broad consensus that there is an issue here. We haven't quite yeah. been able to, 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 to crack it. And obviously there's been huge progress in the last couple of years in moving that conversation along. You know, we are talking more about consent than we ever had before. And it's amazing. Um, so we, we, we just want to keep building on that and open it up broader and broader. Um, this campaign is very much targeted at everyone in society. Uh, so it's for all ages, all genders, all relationships. Um, I think often when we, we look at consent and we certainly found this in our research, people think about it only as something to do with young people and and young people are such an important audience here. I think we can all definitely agree on that. But we, we we thought a lot about the people that we see in our services and the people that we talk to and consent doesn't become irrelevant just when you pass the age of 25. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we still have sex after 25. Exactly. Believe it or not, we do. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, my God. 
yeah. I know right so like it doesn't just like drop off the radar and at least it certainly shouldn't and um it, it was very interesting and especially our focus group research that people talk exclusively about this in terms of the youth and the young people and what the young people need to to, to know and then look at you kind of like blankly when you try to suggest of like well what what do you think about consent how do, how do you have those conversations in your life and in your relationships and your marriages so this campaign is just as relevant for if you're if you're young and you're single you're dating or if you are married for 40 50 years this mm-hmm. should still be a conversation that is very present and very ongoing and very open and I suppose we, we all know we're not very good at the open honest conversations in Ireland especially around this area um you know our research told us which will perhaps be no surprise to you or our listeners um but that one in three people are just too embarrassed to talk about sex full stop yeah and, um, yeah I suspect that's even a little bit higher um if people are being a bit more honest being about really it honest about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean and, and then that's just like sex in general that's not talking about then like contraception yeah consent and then of course sexual violence as part of that like it's really hard to talk about these things especially you know given the history of Ireland where we did not talk about this it's not it's not really a surprise is it that no it really skills. isn't like I suppose we I suppose we would feel that it's it's in a way it's it's of no fault of, of people's own that this is a, a culture we have created and now it's just time to 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 change that culture and build on it and make it better. You know we've had so little formal education on these areas and also we've had so little cultural education on these areas. There has just been vacuums of silence and and shame and stigma and what happens when there's such a vacuum there it just gets filled with myths and misconceptions and old tropes and everyone kind of does their best to piece things together based on what they see happening around them and that's that's often not a great <laughs> great approach to building yeah, no. <laughs> attitudes and yeah. culture um and, do you think you know, it's to do with um you know again like that younger generation are a bit luckier because you know they have more education and access to yeah. social media and stuff like that but do you think for the older generation and I mean older like inverted commas after 25 like I'm not yes, yes. you know like you, us yeah <laughs> we're not ancient just yet like you know but even like you know people in their 80s are still having mm-hmm. sex like and like, fair play to them yeah. happy days you know but do you think it's because like we had like we grew up in a society that was like sexual violence is rape and it's it is hardcore rape as in like like physically violent you'll be physically damaged and it'll be just be this horrendous um activity and it'll be generally a stranger like we didn't talk about things like rape and marriage or the different forms that sexual violence takes so do you think people have the idea of like well my partner isn't like raping me so we don't we're not talking about consent and it's like all the other aspects of sexual violence we miss out on then Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I, I think even now that really still still hangs around of, of this idea of, of sexual violence being very obvious, being very extreme, being very violent. And um again, as you're talking to people for this campaign and, and in our research, people understand the no means no, right? That 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 lives in people's brains, it has been yeah. implanted, it's been said enough, but they they can't really go much further than that, you know. Um, that that the an ability to think about sexual violence and and you know sexually violent experiences as much broader isn't there. And and we know from you know the clients that we we see and people ring our helpline that is changing. That we more and more 
young people will call in and say definitely you know defiantly this this was wrong and this shouldn't have happened to me and that even two three years ago was absolutely not the case you know that it was much more and we still get this but it's lessening all the time of the the practice of minimizing and normalizing things that people know don't feel right you know and that there is there is that horrible sinking feeling in their stomach and that that just in their heart of this this wasn't okay and it didn't feel all right but I think women in particular have been have been taught to just normalize it create a narrative around it that it's fine and it's it's just part of life and don't be making a fuss you know I think that is like one of the core things we've been taught as women is just don't be making a fuss um and and that I we would love to see lessen you know drastically it has to lessen over the next couple of years um and we really want to start talking about experiences that are in addition to the ones that we see in court you know which is a very high threshold to get as far as a court case in Ireland we we know um but we want to hear about all those other experiences because there's absolutely no doubt that there are people men and women up and down the country sitting at home right now who have never told anybody about an experience that was impactful on them negatively impactful um but they feel it wasn't bad enough you know and that's something they hear a lot that's Um, huge yeah it's not not bad and you you think like oh I wasn't left with physical injuries it's not bad enough or I know it was only xyz so therefore yeah. it's not bad enough and we, we we minimize it down so much and like i know it's so complicated to find the roots of that but do we need to find the roots in order to tackle that of like why do we minimize so much that isn't it, it, it's like yeah. it's, it's, i'm trying to not mix my words here, but like the more horrific style but it's all horrific so it's it's really it, hard it, to even absolutely. talk about this it's all horrific and it is all it's individual it's personal in terms of the impact that it had on you and 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 impact is is just relevant no matter what like if it had a negative impact on you then that is is important and that should be heard and that should be listened to and you should feel that you can express it and yeah I think I think it's it's interesting just you know even over the last week since we launched the campaign talking um, with different you know journalists and different people and they immediately want to talk about uh, parents of children which is an interesting area and that's no problem and we're happy to talk about that but it shows you all the time we, we always want to talk about consent as one removed as mm. as well can we you know you, you can talk about consent but only if you're serving somebody else it can never just be for you you can you can you can never just want to learn about consent and talk about consent for your own life and your own relationships and your own happiness like in your own safety your own health your own pleasure like you know it's it's that's never enough of a reason I think in Ireland and we do that across a whole host of, of, of other things and so you know we want to was empower people to yeah support others in your life that that is absolutely important but support yourself too and think about what your preferences are your boundaries are what you like what you don't like and I think it's a very Irish cultural thing of just feeling that that is such an indulgence like to know that that to, to, to yeah, sit around got notions. You know, what you might like Jesus like who yeah. has the time like well for you kind of thing <laughs> yeah. you know? well, we should um, though it's really yeah. bad that like you know we, we we're just about talking about mental health in Ireland but yes. we're not talking about how um sexual health impacts our mental health or our physical health in those senses it's and it's like it's so important to talk about like 
like masturbation is not a bad thing it's looking yeah. after yourself and like an orgasm is literal healthcare. like it just makes you feel yeah. a lot better relieves stress helps you sleep at night but if you were to say that you can say like oh I had a face mask and a bath I had a self-care night yeah. but if you said oh I had an orgasm too people would be like oh my god <laughs> like that's I can't <laughs> believe you said that I know like, absolutely and like it is we can move that along you know I think I think even 10 years ago, if you were talking about your self-care routine, people would be like, get a grip on yourself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so we, ha- we, we move these things along and, and we decide what is acceptable in the society around us. There, that That is not really, I always feel, something that is, is, is given to us from on high. You know, culture, culture is made by the people who live in, in that country and, and we, it is in our gift to change that. You know, I mean, this, this campaign was very much not about legal change or policy change for that reason and we do lots of work on that you know within our other work in the DRCC but if you look even about that that piece of of minimizing the law in Ireland is consent based whereas in a lot of Europe it is still force based and that's that's changing now um too but in a lot of European countries it is about whether for it can be proven that force was applied um in in a case of sexual violence we've moved on from that Mm. but in the legal sense at least on paper but we haven't moved on from it culturally and that's you know why we felt this campaign this conversation was so important because laws don't just change how we think overnight that's not how it works you know that that's up to all the rest of us I suppose to play that role in 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 moving it along Mm. and yeah we've if we've accepted you know face masks and (laughs) yeah we did we we can accept as you know sexual pleasure and and talking to each other and being open and honest um but I think vulnerability is such a problem for us in Ireland as well yeah to be able to stand up and be like this is what I like it's terrifying for so many people or to even revisit things that like you think oh that wasn't sexual violence but if you're being really honest with yourself you might think actually that was like that's terrifying for so many people and just to be so vulnerable around another person it's really hard because we get no education on how to do that our sex ed is like here you put a penis in a vagina and you make a baby like that's yeah absolutely there's no emotional side to it whatsoever and I mean it is you know it's, it's one of the biggest sides of, of this is the emotional side and what what does intimacy mean and what does it mean to you and you know what is what is pleasure for you and and we're we're we have never had any education around this and around emotional intelligence and around even issues like trauma and its impact and you know huge amount of people in in the country are living with trauma of some description and we have no real awareness of it no acceptance of it or understanding of it so we're all kind of bouncing off each other the whole time not really understanding where anyone else is coming from um you know and the work that's been done on empathy education at the minute and like Killian Murphy uh, is really interesting you know of, of how do you try and instill those really um important base skills in children around how to relate and connect with other people um because you know I would certainly argue that's more important than learning all the rivers in Ireland or you know whatever yeah for that but you know like they're they are human life skills they are emotion based and we're again we are moving in the right direction but it has been slow and it'll move in the right direction for those younger generations and 
I don't think an approach of oh we'll just we'll just forget about the rest of them is 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 good enough. Do you know there's no, there's a huge and it's definitely not. There. But I mean we we have come such a long way. I, I was writing a chapter on consent to education. Um, hopefully to be published this summer. If anyone wants a copy, just DM oh, me. Uh, you can have that for free. That's no worries. But yeah. I was looking at the first consent classes in Trinity and in 2016, and there was such a backlash against them. Like there were op eds calling them like neo puritan classes and basically it's like you can't be telling men how to not be a rapist and it's like that's not what a consent class is like that is absolutely not or it is that's a terrible consent class yeah that's not (laughs) that doesn't fit into like good decent consent very ineffective i would say yeah like that's not the thing but i mean that's now my maths are terrible maybe i should have spent more time in them in school but like that's like seven years ago and so we've gone from like a backlash to from consent education to active consent training 64,000 students so far and then now this campaign as well and it's just like such like it's like on steroids you know it's rapidly changed but I think um you know like are are we ready like we're so I feel like we're so ready and we're so hungry we just don't know where to go with these conversations sometimes and like some media stuff isn't being great I mean like how have you found the media responses to the campaign and you know the fact that like the in the videos like you're showing people not having sex but like just about yeah. to have sex and they're like up close and personal with each other like that that would have been banned from Irish TV not that long yeah. ago yeah I know you, you would absolutely. have been denounced <laughs> <laughs> know. which you know it's it's obviously so so ridiculous but so true and you know it's such a we had such a blast making that ad and and coming up with that script and 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 you know full credit we worked with um the IAPI Young Lions advertising competition on that and, and lots of wonderful people um and it <laughs> when we were watching when I was there watching it being filmed I was just like I've never I've never seen this in an ad I've never seen this in an ad I've never seen two gay men like about to to engage sexually yeah. and are talking about it on like, an ad they're lying on top of each other yeah. and yeah. one is grabbing the other's belt buckle and just yeah. it's open. Yeah. I mean that's like that I've never seen that on an ad in Irish I know and, and like that really I was like this is special like I'm so proud to be able to be working on this because my god do we need to be seeing this and normalizing it and you know we hear we have a bit of a joke in the office of like you know ring the bell if you hear about normal people like we hear about it 17 oh, yeah. times a day because people are so desperate like they're yeah. touching on to normal people to be like remember that one time we did we saw consent on telly we, yeah, did, we were we did, so did. close <laughs> yeah we're like let's and cling then, on to the one example we have as a, as a exactly, nation <laughs> exactly exactly we're just like clutching onto it for dear life and god that should not quite be the case and it's great it's great that they 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 did that but by god do we need some more of it because like it's all about role modeling and I suppose with this campaign as well we were really thinking about so so many campaigns in this area traditionally are about the absence of consent and that was of a of a time and and that's that's fine but this we don't talk a lot about what's the presence of consent look like and yeah. you know and like others that have started this work and indeed an act of consent your, your own um video from from last year but <clears throat> otherwise I don't know what we expect people to do if you're going oh you have to you have to think about consent you have to do consent and they're going what is it like, yeah what do you do say like? You know, like, yeah like I've, I've never seen it and if you're not seeing it from the people around you if you're not seeing it from role models and you know parents older siblings like the I don't know the lad you think is cool from the GA team or whoever it is in your community that you're looking up to then it doesn't work it's not enough um, I think to, to teach 
people in classrooms about consent in a theoretical sense and then have them walk out the door and everywhere they're looking they're seeing something different because yeah. that's what they're going to follow that's what we all follow like we, we follow who, who we trust and who we we naturally interact with um so yeah the media response to this i suppose has been actually very positive but very interesting um uh, we've 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 gotten you know really broad response you know across all sorts of publications and um some really interesting conversations especially i always love regional radio i think it's so important and um they'll always give you a real long plot you know more than others and so some of those conversations have been so interesting around well tell me like it always comes down to tell me exactly what to do then you know mm-hmm. tell me tell me now when i you know go home exactly what i can do and i suppose we we would say that we can't exactly do that because every relationship is different. You have, yeah, for sure. You know, like, you have your own framework of your relationship yeah. and your sexual relationships. And like, that's, that's up to you. That's fine. That's that you're entitled to that. You know, what we're, what we're asking is that consent is always a real core, like in the, in the, in the heart of it, part of that framework that that is built in no matter what else you know you're 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 interpersonally what you like and what you don't like that you are thinking about how to be just checking in on each other and in ways it's just it can be very simplified I think to like kindness and just you know is the other is you know is the other person doing okay and making sure that that's the case and we really with we consent try to are trying to move it away from this kind of consent is something that you 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 give and you get and something that one person asks for and one person is the pursuer and the initiator and then the other person is just the passive one that like gives the permission and it's permission granted and that's always gendered and you know especially in in, oh, yeah. in heteronormative relationships it's 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 always the woman as the gatekeeper and it's the man as the pursuer and when we were doing our research as well across all sorts of demographics everyone hated this model because everyone loses out in this it does a massive disservice to everybody and it's interesting because all of the men that we spoke to they feel immense pressure from that model because they have to be the ones that are kind of always on and, and feel that they always have to be the ones who are looking for sex and you know and sometimes they just want to watch the film and they don't want to be looking yeah, absolutely. to initiate sex you know there's people same this, as well, everyone else yeah I see this all the time of like the pressure on men it's just like yeah. okay you fit the age consent 17 we can talk to you about sex now but it's basically yeah. like off you go and be good at it but we're not going to tell you anything about it no just, no no well, best luck yeah you're expected <laughs> to be this absolute legend and you better have an enormous penis and you better give someone yeah. a million yeah. orgasms and if not you're shit in bed and we'll laugh about you and it's like oh my god the pressure know, of, the, of that it's absolutely stifling. No, it's, it's, it's awful and then you know I suppose on 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 women's side often like they feel the pressure of being the one who has to be that gatekeeper and give the answer of yes or no all the time and, and it's been very interesting just seeing all sides of that of of god every everyone is losing out here like nobody is actually happy with this model so people really resonated with this idea of no it's not like it's not it's not a, a give and get it's something we do together we consent you know and it's only if everybody involved in that the whole parties in that situation consent that it is consent and it's about that agreement between equal people and you know it's 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 interesting in a way that that is so revolutionary um to people um but really important I think to talk about and and and, and think about what that will mean for you and you know yeah. I'll say to you like I'm not coming into your house like to you know to, to be checking like what you're up to yeah. believe me don't She's you worry very busy <laughs> 
there's not the consent please I'm going to arrive here so you could you could do some thinking about what that means for you what that means for your relationship and what you know have to think about yourself and your own boundaries and bodies and, and pleasure and what you like and don't like because that's another thing that was stark in our research people don't know what they like or, or don't yeah. like they've never thought about or it even they've like, never felt you, they're allowed to think about it yeah if you've never heard of what a boundary is like how are you expected yeah. to know how are you expected yeah. to be comfortable implementing it like yeah. how do you yeah. know if, it's, if a boundary has been violated if you don't even know what a boundary is like of course like why would you know all that stuff oh like, absolutely yeah you, know. you can't just pick pick it up by you know osmosis like it, 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 it we don't if you think about the simplest example, you know, you go into someone's house and you are having a bloody cup of tea, whether you want that cup of tea or not, like that is <laughs> yeah. what is happening. And no matter how many times you say, no, I'm absolutely grand. That's, that's what's going to, to happen. Or, you know, we, we're moving away slowly from making kids hug their aunt and their uncle yes, all the time. Yeah, but it's, you know, great. it's kind of slow. And yeah. again, immediately that, habit of minimizing kicks in you see it of people going ah, it's, it's only a hug it doesn't matter and the child is clearly telling you and indicating to you I don't I don't want to but you know we had um Jarlath Regan on our, our panel last week for for launch and and um he's a parent and, and does a parenting podcast and so he had a really nice way of a super simple way of just putting it of like we teach children that if everyone isn't enjoying the game maybe we should play a different game like that that that's that's we teach kids that kind of model of like it's you know a great analogy for isn't this. it like yeah. you know that I was like it's so simple it's absolutely true yeah you know, we do teach kids these things all the time and then we hit some sort of age where we're like oh no but sex is different like yeah. that's different rules apply here and um, you know it's about playing and we won't tell you what the rules about, are yeah like you have, have to figure, figure them, them out work. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly exactly we make it such difficult mystery for people so unnecessarily um so it is no wonder that people struggle with this and find it so challenging and find it so awkward and embarrassing to talk about like that that's that's no surprise but we're certainly you know dedicated to to just changing that and giving some support to people so it's a little bit easier absolutely and what i love in the campaign is the different depictions of what sex looks like for people so sometimes i get people writing into my column and they haven't had a sex drive for a while and they're like mm-hmm. got the thoughts of sex and it's like the full production they're thinking of of like getting fully naked getting sweaty getting like full penetration getting sex like you know the whole yeah yeah shebang yeah. not to yeah. not no pun intended <laughs> in that and i what i love in the campaign is there's the couple who are getting ready to get the kids out the door and yeah, the mom yeah. is like oh my god please just hurry up and get out the door and all she does when the husband comes back in is like raise an eyebrow uh, yeah, 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 and he's yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. it's it's on it's like that's what consent is for lots of people Absolutely. it's like oh go on and like but this is why so I don't like the um the fries analogy of like it has to be enthusiastic because raising an eyebrow it's not very enthusiastic but know, it is for I them know. though yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. it's not like oh yeah I definitely want to have sex she's like oh this could be interesting but that some people is, would yeah. be like oh well that's not enthusiastic so you know and it's like that's because it's such a subjective word isn't it like some people uh, are like completely, oh, completely. yeah oh. and we yeah we, I'm, I'm like I'm glad that that's this was resonating well because for us we just wanted it to be real like the, you know yeah. like they're having sex in the car and there's nothing more bloody awkward than having sex in the car <laughs> yeah. you know what you're, you're Jesus it's 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 tough going I have but a like, tiny car like it's just yeah, it's not I know. I like <laughs> usually everyone when they're when they're younger and that's the only place you're gonna have sex you have a tiny car you know you have some kind of micro yeah, like you don't have limos <laughs> like happening. where it's just gonna be yeah. amazing 
yeah exactly so yeah we really wanted to be real and 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 like that that it's yeah enthusiastic I just think it's again what are we teaching people and I just think it's very like we're just teaching you know men and women that they just have to be like over the top you know into it like that they're just screaming down the house all the time that's not you know like the case some of the time yeah that's not just a universal thing and that's not real that's not yeah it's 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 just playing into some kind of trope about what good sex is and what enjoyment is yeah that's just such a completely individual thing and again yeah just that was I thinking of that it's it's about your own relationship and what kind of dynamic and framework is exists there but like what has to be inherent in that dynamic and framework is that you're having some kind of conversations you know before during after and 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 when I say conversations you know that doesn't have to be verbal especially you know during sex and that's so when she raises the eyebrow that's their dynamic they, they, they know they both understand what that yeah, means absolutely. like you if know. that if it was a stranger in a bar raising an eyebrow that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean oh we're having sex now it could it could be a million no, and one no, things <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and like you know obviously it's 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 always it's, it is more clarity the better but I think it is completely acceptable and understandable that people who are married for a long time in long-term relationships they do know that you know you learn that kind of um flow of your relationship yourself as long as you've had these conversations openly and honestly at some some point and yeah we have had some not a lot now but some some interaction on 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 the video of um oh it's it, it, it has to be verbal it always has to be verbal like you know he has to say is this okay now and she has to say yes it is thank you and and that's the only way you can do consent and uh, we're like actually no yeah. like what like with everyone everyone in ireland every woman in ireland i feel unfortunately has given a verbal yes that was not really a yes and yeah. you know there is a lot of nuance built in there and there's a lot of of gender roles and social scripts that we've all taken on and about what we feel our role is in in, in sex so, so you have to always be thinking about what's behind that yes and is it a meaningful yes <clears throat> excuse me because so often it's about people are trying to just fulfill what they think they should be doing or you're talking about coercion or a lack of safety or a yes that just really isn't a Absolutely. yes at all yeah and um, yeah. or people that can't you know say a yes that you know that are, are not verbal and cannot yeah. deliver a yes and therefore could not deliver a no either so Absolutely. there are lots of ways that we can we yeah. can communicate with each other that doesn't have to be that that verbal yes I saw um a sign in a charity shop a few weeks ago and I think I put it up on my twitter because I was just like I'm so mad I'm so mad that this sign exists in the world but and I was like who made this as well <laughs> so it's like so the sign it's one of those like twee little word signs that you stick in your kitchen oh yeah or of course they up <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, the same same yeah, you probably have that next to it. So it was like when a lady says no, she means perhaps. When she says perhaps, she means yes. And when she says yes, she is no lady. I mean, that oh, if, if that doesn't oh my god, it has it has so much in it. I know. It, it, it hits so many harmful stereotypes there in one. That what? is summed up about probably about five years of both of our work and in, in challenging uh, all absolutely. those like wow. gender they're, norms. They're a mastermind whoever made that sign. Yeah. <laughs> I want to buy it and just to burn it. It was like four euro and I was like it's four euro too much like that's terrible. Yeah 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 I can spend my four yeah. euro on things. Like, yeah. If someone if you went back to For someone's sure. house yeah, but, and they had that in their kitchen I'd be like running out the door like that's terrible. It's, yeah, that's literally you, rape culture. Can you imagine? We talk about like red flags and signs like I mean a literal sign that you should <laughs> yeah. get far far away from from that person but again you know 
our research shows similar. One in five people agreed with the statement. Sometimes people say no when they want convincing. And so it, it is, it is again, one of these, the, in, these tropes or these stereotypes or myths that have really taken hold in, in an absence of anything else. Like that yeah. there's been so little actual discussion, conversation, normalcy around this, that people just tried to fill in the gaps based on com- yeah. complete nonsense that has been passed down generation to generation absolutely and like people blame porn a lot of the time but like if you go back to like old hollywood westerns you know it was like you have to grab the girl and she didn't want to kiss but you you held her and forced her to kiss and then she was like oh okay actually i'm really into this Uh, uh, absolutely that's been a thing for were just great before the internet you know it wasn't (laughs) like things we had no issues before yeah exactly it's definitely it's definitely not the case and you know like god james bond like yeah there's just i mean look at it's so funny because when you look for examples of consent and we're all going, oh, there was, there was normal people at that time. And then if you do the opposite, yeah. there are amazing examples There's in the media so much. Of, of, of incredibly either dangerous or very questionable behavior. Yeah, but I mean, look at Blurred Lines like that. And I really hate yeah. that, like, it is actually a really catchy song. Like, I yeah. like the, the melody, not like the You're words. like, why are you humming there? I know, I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, you got me. But like, yeah, and that was the whole, like, it was so playful. It was like, oh, she's got blurred lines. I got to like break them down. And like, yeah, yeah. And like you'd have, like, I remember being a kid and like you'd sing along to songs and not realize it was all about sex. And like, you've probably, oh, yeah, some yeah, adult yeah, next yeah. to you is going, Jesus, like, she shouldn't I be know. singing that. Oh, God, and yeah, 100%. Ignition you're is what I always think about uh, for yes. that. Like, so, highly oh. sexual. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Like, like literally. The worst but like apparently a floor filler kind of song and you're just yes, like, oh, yeah. okay. yes i know i know absolutely yeah and like yeah it's it's it, it it is tough out there then when you just have such an absence of positive role yeah. modeling you know and, and i think sorry maybe when i say role modeling it sounds a bit grand but like we all just role model to each other we we, we, we indicate to other people mm-hmm. all the time what we think how we operate and what we think is okay what we think is acceptable and you know I think for a lot of people when they think of consent they're like oh yeah and that's nothing to do with me because like either either I'm not a perpetrator or nothing has ever happened to me and and that's where that lives in that realm of violence and and it isn't you know this is as much about and this campaign is very much about the presence of consent and uh you know thinking about your the role that you have to play in creating this better community around us all and that can be the the formal kind of direct role that is about your your actual sexual interactions and your partners and and how you're checking in with each other reminding each other and all of that kind of stuff or it can be the way more indirect stuff which is really important of the way you talk and the way the jokes you tell and the jokes you laugh at and yeah. the stuff in the whatsapp group and you know, the way you react to cases in the media or the way you talk about women or about scenarios. And, mm. you know, as was, we're all very aware that like there, you, you know, survivors, there's absolutely no question about that. You know, somebody on that spectrum that has experienced something um, one in three people in Ireland have. And so you are always around somebody so being more conscious of the fact that when you're making jokes and you're debating this, even as a hot topic, you know, that this is a very, this isn't theoretical to them. This is an incredibly yeah, lived, lived experience. experience. It shouldn't be theoretical to any of us because it's not, but like yeah. that this is a very lived personal experience. And so you are always indicating to them whether you are safe or not for them, you know, should they, should they ever come to you, how you would react? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's, 
that's something that's you huge. Know, what, what, it's huge like yeah. wouldn't it be just a, a really nicer world to live in if we all just did a bit better on that front even of thinking about there you're, you are always there's someone that you love and care about deeply and would never want to hurt that you're probably hurting in that way by just making throwaway comments and making judgments on other people and um, which feel incredibly like judgments on them absolutely personally. that's why i think like you know various high profile celebrity cases um you know and that were highly debated on twitter and stuff and people were like yeah. they can see you you know with saying all these horrendous things about amber heard that's and right, stuff like that and like but i think there's an element of like the self shame cuz like look we've all said stupid shit we've all said sure. victim blaming stuff like horrendous we've used the wrong words we we have laughed at those jokes and we have right. laughed at, at trump and all this kind of stuff but like I think the idea is like, okay, like don't beat yourself up for that. Like we we do live in that world where like victim blaming is just really common. Yeah. But when we know better, we can do better. But I think it's really hard to move past that shame of like, God, I used to do that. Like how do people move past yeah. the thing where they're like, oh God, look what I did. Like it's because that's horrible. No yeah. one wants to be that person. But no, but, nobody wants to be yeah. that person. And we and we've all been that person. Like there's just no question. And I think I think it's about everybody taking kind of collective ownership of that nearly, you know, at once or, you know, that, that somebody goes first in the friend group to be like, God, I said such, I just thinking now I used to say such thing or I used to think such thing or even I did such a thing, you know, like statistically there's somebody, you know, and someone close to you has crossed a boundary in some way like that, 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 that is unfortunately a fact. And there has to be, I suppose, some way for them to reflect on that and acknowledge it and 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 move forward and and not do it again you know and not really be more conscious of their actions into the future or else you know we're, we're stuck you're we're just stagnant if that doesn't happen that has to happen and I think it's about doing it maybe collectively and supportively of you know be the one to to own it first you know if if in 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 you know small small groups of friends or even with one person to say god i was just thinking the other day and god i used to make this joke all the time and actually it was terrible you know and i don't actually believe that that's not who i am that's not what i what you know a reflection of of my character at all and then i think that tends to snowball then of people going oh god are we are we talking yeah, about this now this is absolutely. great like, like oh the relief you know if we're actually they'll have said something other. themselves like you know it's, it's, absolutely yeah. absolutely and i just don't think that that should be such a impediment to people opening up of going oh i better not say anything because i haven't been perfect nobody has been perfect i can just like absolutely say oh, that absolutely. now so like ourselves you, you included <laughs> absolutely 100 caroline yeah. like absolutely nobody has been perfect so like we 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 all have something to learn learning is just it is a lifelong endless journey and we you know we change year on year we change day on day like hour on hour and, and especially in this learn. kind of area where we we didn't talk about these things openly yeah. how did how were we meant to learn like when yeah. no one's talking about it when we only live in a very negative culture about it especially like in ireland like you could have sworn there was no sexual violence in ireland ever because nobody spoke about it ever yeah, and now we so know sad. actually yeah. that's not the case yeah, I know. And like, you know, the, the loneliness of that really hits me, do you know, of just how, what a lonely place that was. It was so dark and we don't have to maintain that as the status quo. And and, and I think we're increasingly not, but it takes, it, as well, it takes everybody being a bit vulnerable to make it easier on those who really need to be able to be open and, and honest and need that support. Like, so 
that is that is an action we can all take you know and it might be challenging but important things are challenging often and and it's something that you can do that is is means a huge amount to somebody close to you even if you'll never know that you know that just you can take the action of starting to reflect on your own behavior maybe in your own thinking and start to just you know even even do it by yourself you don't need to need to know about it you know you have a little think for yourself there at home and then and then you know talk to your friends about it and talk to your partner about it and just start start that moving and it will be rewarding like you know that 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 builds better healthier like deeper more meaningful relationships with people that that sense of, of honesty and we've seen some of those conversations move you know on other on like mental health it's a great example you know over the last um number of years and we're all the better for it so this is another really important one that we need to just start start opening up a bit yeah for sure and and treat ourselves with that kindness and compassion that yeah. we were talking about yeah. treating others with so that is an excellent note to end on because I just <laughs> think you know that that is the key that compassion and empathy for everyone including ourselves going forward just helps this whole conversation so yeah. where can people find the campaign it's going to be on tv for the next six weeks as well which yes is fantastic. that's right um yes it is amazing yes so um massive thanks to to sky ireland it will be on sky tv for the next six weeks um across a whole a whole host of different channels including i believe the liverpool v chelsea game in next week Fantastic. Um, so keep an eye out for it there and um, if you don't have sky tv that's no problem we are on social media we're at we consent irl across all of the channels so you'll find us there uh, give us a follow we'd really appreciate it and then finally our new website is we hyphen consent.ie and there is loads of stuff in there and we'll be now adding to it non-stop for the next few months and years but there's a whole treasure trove of resources and articles and videos and stuff for if people want to go and just learn a bit more about consent, um, do a bit of reading in their own time is another just great action you can take. There's loads of videos in there. So if reading articles is not your thing, don't worry. You can just sit back <laughs> and, and listen. Absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, just equip yourself a bit better for having some of those conversations. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's just great to see another you know, huge step forward for these conversations. So well done and well done on an excellent campaign. It's really fun. And Thank you, Carolyn. it should be fun, you know, as well. Oh, so it, yeah, it is fun, you know, consent uh, is fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. Um, brilliant. Listen, thanks so much. And thanks to all my listeners again for uh, listening in. Sarah, if anyone is affected by any of the issues that we spoke about today, where can they go for some support? Yes, absolutely. So the Dublin Red Crisis Centre helpline is 1800 77 88 88. And that is free phone, confidential, 24-7. Um, so you can talk to us there. And we also have um, a web chat um, version and we have 260 different um, languages available. Um, so you can find all of that on our website at drcc.ie. Fantastic. And open to all genders as well? Oh, absolutely. And that's something I think people um, don't always realise. So thank you so much. Um, we see absolutely anyone who needs us um, for support and services. We are open to everyone. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And yeah, so if anyone's listening, just take care of yourselves and mind yourselves. Obviously, this is a um, heavier chat than 
last week's audio erotica um so a <laughs> little bit different topic but sure look we have to talk about everything here um so yeah so thanks Mel, for listening if you want to get in touch again the instagram and twitter mm-hmm. is at glow west podcast we're delighted to be part of the tortoise shack network so please go over to tortoise you can find a whole range of politics and cultural and uh, everything everything they cover absolutely everything they're up to like a thousand podcasts now at this stage so yeah t- um thanks Mel, for listening and we'll chat to you next week